0: What is up, gorgeous soul? Welcome back to this week's episode of the Embodied Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel, and this week's episode, we are getting into the juicy, juiciness of what it looks like to unapologetically express yourself, how it is so important to learn to hold yourself as you take up more space in the world as a leader. And the concept of being seen by first truly seeing yourself and all of your boldness, all of your bigness, and all of your brilliance. I'm so excited for you to dive into this week's episode. Let's fucking get it. Yo, I'm so excited to jump into today's episode with you. I feel like I've been on a freaking journey This past month and a half, I wonder if you can relate. I feel like so many people that I've been speaking to recently have been feeling like they're in the thick of it, going through the waves of life, and I've heard from so many people that they are as well moving through big identity shifts, and it feels like there's just this like massive rebirth happening, and it's beautiful, and it's exciting, and it's a lot I'm sure that if you're listening to this you've been experiencing your own variation of rebirth in some capacity because the reality is is we're always we're always shifting and growing and evolving and that's just kind of the way it is as a human being, right? So really honoring those different ebbs and flows and states that can arrive when we are on a soul path when we are here to hmm do so many beautiful things on earth we oftentimes are presented with trials and tribulations and things that we also need to go through and move through as an individual to continually help us align with what it is that our soul is here to do and when we're in the thick of things it can feel really <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> like, i don't really want to do this right now but i i do truly believe that whatever we experience is preparing us for what we're here to do and what we've asked for, and so it's really this invitation of surrender and trust and faith that, we've, that we can do this, that we've got this, and that those moments that feel really crunchy or challenging are actually gifts, and even in the midst of it, it may not seem that way. It can feel like, mm, yeah, not easy at all, but I know from my own experience Most of the challenging, really challenging things that I've gone through became treasures. You know, there was a gift inside that experience that really helped act as a catalyst for me being propelled toward more of what I desired. And so, whenever I go through, you know, experiences where I feel like I'm being initiated into something or I'm feeling like I'm going through a really big wave of growth that feels really uncomfortable, I always like to remind myself that. You know, this is part of my process and we're not here to heal ourselves out of the human experience, right? Like we're here to experience the full spectrum of our humanity and and learn how to be in right relationship with the different aspects of of who we are and what we're here to experience and how we're in right relationship with, you know, the um, external of course, influences how we feel internally as well. And so it's like this understanding that everything is connected and there is like, the, like illusion, the illusion of separation is really what we're like dismantling so much right now. And so I am really excited to share so much about what I've been moving through these past, well, I guess it's been like a month and a half now. I believe on one of my previous episodes, I shared a little bit about the fact that I am currently embarking on a year-long breathwork facilitator training, and that kind of started, like, kind of started this like really big upheaval of change <clears throat> in my in my current reality right now. And I went to our first in-person immersion. Um, what was it the It was the first weekend of July. It was like July first. That weekend. And I literally, like, I I literally felt like I I became a different version of myself leaving that space. We did so many beautiful, beautiful types of breath work. It was just like so magical. We did so much, um, like, holotropic breathing. We did hyperventilation breathing or superventilation breathing, rather. We did a lot of different types of breath journeys, a lot of different somatic experiences, catharsis, where we were just like letting our emotions really be fully seen and expressed unapologetically. And it was actually quite interesting. Um, one of the, the – the actually on the last day – so the whole theme of this weekend was death and rebirth. And so like the, we really were holding this like – curiosity around like what needs to what needs to die to be like let to uh, sorry to create space for what wants to come through next and there was it was just a huge weekend of shadow work <laughs> like such a big weekend of shadow work and on the last day um we did this type of breath like a rebirth breath work and what basically we did is we went into lake okanagan and we all had snorkels on. And we did holotropic breath work face down in the lake through a snorkel, and it was so powerful and the the idea with like you know holotropic breathing or um particularly what we were using it for in this particular way was to stimulate um the sense of being reborn and it's very common when people do holotropic breath work that they really connect with their birth experience. Um, it's not to say that that is what happens every time or that that will be your experience, but it's very common that there is this like connection piece around your birth and being reborn. And it was so edgy and like, oh my gosh, my friends, there was so much edginess of this weekend. Like we climbed a mountain, we did ice baths, like so much movement. Like I really met my edge and became really – um like I befriended discomfort, discomfort became like my greatest teacher, and it really that has been the case this whole year, and this really solidified that for me and um, so yeah, we're doing this this breath work, and it really did feel like I was in my mother's womb, and I was really being invited to connect with learning how to mother myself, and what did that look like for me, and what would that what would it look like for me to move through life loving myself so so deeply as if I was, you know, loving a, 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 my child. Like, what would that look like? And in this space, I was, yeah, just kind of all encompassed in this experience. And the water really felt like this warm womb and really just like felt, um, and it was, this is probably like, a, I would say like a 25, 30 minute experience. And as I came out of the water and emerged, like I felt like I was being reborn and my invitation was to truly love myself and like go through through life from that moment forward being the mother I had always like desired to feel, like the basically to be the mother that I needed for myself essentially. And it was so beautiful and so powerful and there were so many things that happened on that weekend that were just so profound. Um, we did such deep medicine work, and I truly feel like again, that acted as such a big catalyst for a lot of what I've been moving through this past month and a half. And I'm actually really excited today that I'm when I'm recording this, it's August tenth and I um get married. <laughs> I get married. In less than two weeks on August 22nd. Um, And if you're listening to this in the future, the year is 2022. So I get married on 2222. Y'all know I picked that angel number. (laughs) Oh, and I'm just so excited. And, you know, it's been really curious um, to – I well, I'll kind of tell you another story here. So last weekend, I went on my bachelorette weekend and we went up island. And it was just a full weekend of adventure and ritual and going to the spa and eating yummy food and belly laughter and good conversation. I went up with a few of my girlfriends and it was just so fucking nourishing. And on the Friday, I did a name ceremony where I gave Fisher back to the earth. Um, I did like this really beautiful cleansing ceremony and like really honored the the name Rachel Fisher and, and really gave, gave a voice to what that name represented for me over the past almost 30 years. And then I wrote my name on a rock with the word, thank you, with words, thank you beside it. And then, um, I went into the ocean and I just like really held my hands over my heart and honored that name and gave it back to the ocean and just let myself be fully reborn in that water and came out as just Rachel because <laughs> I'm not yet Rachel Meads. I'm I've decided to take my partner's last name, which feels so juicy and exciting for me. So on the 22nd, I'll officially have a new name, Rachel Meads, but for right now I'm just Rachel. I'm just enjoying being just Rachel. And I feel like I'm really moving through this beautiful, powerful portal of like what does it mean to take up space in the world? What does it mean for me to be unapologetically expressed? What does it mean for mean for me to lead rooted in what I am here to do? And it's been so interesting just witnessing the the synchronicities around me and the, the different waves of emotion that I've been moving through. And um, it's been really powerful and I feel so deeply grateful that I have this opportunity to really get grounded and anchored into this new name that I'm gonna be. I'm um, taking on. And I also turned 30 in two months. And so there's just this like really delicious essence of like newness and freshness and like closing the chapter of like what once was and allowing what wants to come forward to be here. And this episode, I really want to share more about this conversation about unapologetic expression and taking up space because I feel like when we start to walk the path of leadership, we go through different peaks and valleys of like taking up space and being seen. And, you know, I'm no stranger to using my voice or to being seen. And, you know, I've been online now sharing my heart and soul from a business place for almost five years. It'll be five years in the next, I think it's like the next month or two. And I've gone through so many different chapters of experience with this and I have felt that this year so much of what I've been really invited into is this this soul work, this soul path of like what it is that I am here to do in an even deeper level. And so you know, I believe that we can only take people as deep as we're willing to take ourselves. And so I've been allowing myself to just go, deeper and deeper and meet my edges because you know i really believe that this is what i he- i'm here to continually help other people do and i'm getting so excited about the future and i'll um be sharing more about my journey through my breathwork facilitator training over the next year as it's now been about a month and a half since i started it and it's already just so profound and i'm just getting so fucking excited to create spaces for breath journeys and retreats. And my partner and I are going to start another business together for breath work um, because he's also being, uh, he's also a part of the facilitator training. He also has gone through other facilitator training, another facilitator training rather, but he decided to do this one with me. And it's been really beautiful for us as a couple as well. And so let's, let's kind of, yeah, loop back around to unapologetic expression and taking up space because I know that so many of my clients and people that I connect with are also moving through their own experience with what it actually looks like for them to be unapologetically expressed and to take up space and to be seen. And the curious thing, my friends, is that when we start to ask For more of something, right? When we start to say, yes, I am here to take up more space. Yes, I want to be seen in new ways. Yes, I want to be more bold in my expression. It is very common that you will start to be presented with experiences that essentially provide you with opportunities to expand your nervous system to hold more of what you're asking for. So, what that has looked like for me has well, two bigger things happen and I don't want to say big things because really at the end of the day, they're not not—they're not huge deals. They're just kind of things that I was like, huh, that's really curious and how am I going to lead myself and love myself through this? And I want to talk about like the thing – there's a thing – um, some of the things that maybe people don't like to talk about in the online space because – Well, I mean, it's uncomfortable, you know, and and two things happened to me over the past month that I was like, hmm, (laughs) that feels really interesting in my body, and one of them was um, having someone totally steal a piece of my content and I had to lead myself through having a conversation with them through the lens of compassion and really holding space for them to see that their voice and their brilliance is needed and that they don't need to use my voice in order to take up space and be seen. So that was one piece that I was like, that's very curious, like, and, and also noticing how as I, cause I do, and I'm going to unapologetically declare this and let you see this, that I have a deep desire to be very um iconic. Like I desire to be in leadership in a way where I am supporting people in some way, shape, or form in massive ways. Like I wanna have a level of impact where millions of people know my work. And that feels so exciting in my body. And I know that's part of what I'm here to experience is to be really big and bold in the world. Like it's literally written in the fucking stars for me <laughs> to have that experience. And so, in that, I've also had to look at okay, so I'm starting to experience, you know, little chunks of what I may experience at a bigger, at a bigger level. And what I mean by level is like in a grander scale, right? Like right now, I'm impacting, you know, thousands of people. I want to impact millions, right? So there is these like little invitations for me of like, okay, we're going to kind of give you a little taste of like what you may experience when you reach those like new chapters of um, being seen so that you can start to, you know, get your nervous system on board with what it's going to feel like when these things may happen. Because the reality is, is as you take up more space, you will find that not everybody fucking likes you, my friend. And that can be a lot to feel into and sit with. Especially if you're somebody like me who has been bullied in the past when I was a child and a teenager, a lot of trauma wounds there. And so it's been really curious to like rewire my body around what it means when someone says some shitty things about me or to me. And also when someone perhaps – crosses my boundaries around, you know, literally like plagiarizing my content word for word and like how do I move and lead myself through that. So that was one piece. And then the other piece was like a few weeks ago I was doing a live where I was speaking into running towards discomfort as an entrepreneur and I was sharing my personal experience around that and I was actually telling a story. It was about 30 minutes in, so there was like this huge part of this uh, conversation that this person didn't even see because they had hopped on my live, I don't know, like half an hour in. And they came on, you know, literally as I was talking about my personal experience with investing in myself and how with me personally, I've always kind of held the belief system that if I really want something, I find a way to make it work. And for me, what that's looked like has been, you know, allowing myself to rewrite what I what debt means for me and to reshift like how I can view investing in myself using things like credit cards and loans as a means to get to where I desire to be because you know for example people go to university or college and spend thousands and thousands of dollars on student and having like student loan debt and like no one bats an eye. But the moment you want to take on, you know, quote unquote debt to invest in yourself from a business perspective, all of a sudden all the shame and guilt energy is like projected into that from society, societal conditioning. And so part of my experience has been dismantling that shame and guilt and really rewriting like, okay, how can I look at, you know, using something like a credit card or a loan from that lens of wow, like I know that I get to like live in overflow. And so when I use these things, it's literally from that perspective of like, I feel so grateful and privileged to have access to these resources to support me in my growth that like, of course, if I really desire to invest in myself through like a certification program or to work with a coach or to take a course, that I'm not going to shame myself or guilt myself around using something like a credit card because I know that it's a resource that's there to support me and I hold the personal belief that eventually I'll have so much overflow that all debt's eradicated anyways, so I don't stress about it. And anyways, this individual literally came on my live, told me they loved me, and then like two hours later was talking shit about me in the comment section of somebody else's post. And the only reason I saw it was because this other person that was creating content was really, really like just going ham on like talking shit about the coaching industry, for lack of a better term. And I just happened to be curious about what was going down on the comment section, so I was like, "Huh, this feels really interesting, like obviously, if I stand for unapologetic expression i I stand for unapologetic expression, even if I don't agree with what's being said and I was just curiously scrolling through the comments section as one does when they when they land on something that is very polarizing, and I actually literally saw this person in the comment section talking about how they were just on someone's live. And they were shitting on me hard. And there was all of these comments underneath their comment literally reaming on me. And even though they didn't use my name, I knew it was about me because it literally was like verbatim what I was sharing in my – well, not verbatim because they definitely did not at all (laughs) properly articulate what it is that I was actually saying – but they were referencing that part of the live that I had been speaking about and or that I was speaking in and then like literally it was just such a fucking mind fuck to me like i was like whoa like this person literally just said they love me and then like 2 hours later talking shit about me in the comment section of someone else's post And I like really had to sit with that. I was like, this is so curious because I know my heart and I know what I was saying. And I know what I believe to be true is not just for my greater good, but for the greatest good of all. Like part of my job on this planet, part of my cosmic role is helping people shift their relationship with prosperity and abundance. And so for me, Sometimes I have opinions that rub people in ways that like challenge their, their map of the world. And if you know me, if my, like my clients, my friends, my family, like if you know me, you know that like I have a huge fucking heart and I genuinely give a shit about people. And like I, one of my values is integrity. And I, I literally embody that as like one of the most important parts of my identity. Like integrity is everything to me. And so when somebody questions that integrity or like calls you forward or rather called me forward or called me out, I wouldn't, I don't even want to say called me forward because it was like literally adult bullying in my opinion. Um, it can feel really fucking vile, uh, volatile to the body. It's like, holy shit, like how is it that this person is like seeing me in this way when I know like what my intentions are and what my heart is and the reason I'm sharing this is because this is not going to be the first time that this happens. The reality of the situation is, is like when we put ourselves up on the internet and we're sharing our our opinions and our beliefs and our, our truth, it is literally fucking inevitable that somebody will not agree with you. It is inevitable that somebody will take what you say and think that you're harmful or abusive or shitty. Like, especially when you're talking about subject matters that honestly are pretty fucking edgy. Like, I believe that there are going to be people that love me so much. And there are also going to be people that think I'm shit and that's okay. And it also doesn't mean that I'm not human and that I don't have feelings and that I don't feel, um, challenged by these things when they do happen there are definitely times where like things just totally roll off my shoulders and I don't give it any thought especially when it's people that I have no relationship with or I haven't had any kind of connection with I'm like whatever like that's literally like no no worries my friend like I've had people you know on my viral reels comment like really fucking shitty things to me about like my appearance or how I talk or whatever And I'd literally just block them and I don't even think anything of it. But I feel like when it's somebody who you respect or you've had like some kind of connection with and then they go out of their way to like be rude about you or like talk shit about you, it can really hurt. And I just want to like humanize the part of leadership around, you know, it's not about being stone cold and not ever feeling challenged by when these things happen. It's about learning how to regulate yourself and know that like at the end of the day, even if someone doesn't fucking like you, it doesn't need to mean anything about you. It doesn't need to mean anything about you because at the end of the day too, people are projecting all the time. And so I wanted to share this because when we're speaking about unapologetic expression, when we're speaking about taking up space, it's so important to acknowledge that like it is fucking challenging and it's so edgy and it is very vulnerable and it is scary. And I don't want to just pretend like it isn't. But what I also want to say is that we start to create new patterns and new neural pathways and behaviors through new experiences, through doing the thing. And it's kind of like immersion. Um, oh, What's the word? It's like fully immersing yourself in something to like meet that discomfort to meet that edge and then have new evidence that you can do it even when it feels scary even when it like even when your voice trembles or shakes and you're just like oh my god i don't even know if what i said makes sense that like you're still like you you still got your own back and you're okay and like you'll be you'll learn from that experience right and you know, I, I like to think about even when I first started this podcast several years ago, I remember the first few episodes where I was so nervous and I was so scared and I was like, oh my gosh, like, does this even make sense? And now I just come on here and riff with you and it feels so great. And I don't even think any, I don't think about, you know, if, if this is going to resonate or if someone's going to think that like what I said is wrong. Like I'm just like here with you being human, sharing my heart, sharing my truth, which is subject to subject to change. I will Give that caveat. I believe it's also really important for us to remember that as human beings, we also get to give ourselves permission to change, to shift, to grow, not just like in our experiences, but also in what we think or how we view the world. Like we are able to change and shift and grow. And that's that. And I think that, you know, there's probably our opinions that I had two years ago that I'm like, oh, I don't even know if I actually believe that anymore. And you may feel the same way in some capacity. And and I want you just to, to know that that's okay. You are able to change. And anyways, so when it comes to the situation at hand um, that I was speaking about, you know, I ended up just manually getting that person to unfollow me because I was like, I don't have time for people to be in my in my like um what I like to call my house like Instagram whether that's my actual physical house that I live in or Instagram like this is my house and like I will not tolerate being disrespected or shamed or bullied like it just it just will not be tolerated for me and I was like cool. I have these two experiences now, recent experiences that have really shown me that like, as I take up more space, as I'm asking to take up more space as well, because this is a desire that I am allowing to be birthed through me, there are going to be situations that be are presented to me where I have to like really meet that edge and curiously be willing to like go forward and do the thing that makes me scared or makes me nervous anyways. And it's actually quite fascinating because uh, once a what was it? I had a yeah I had a gene keys reading from um someone named Randy Lee. She's amazing. Check her out on Instagram. And so much of what was really coming through through my gene keys is that part of what I'm here to do in the world is well leadership, which is. A no-brainer. Of course, <laughs> the name of this podcast is the Embodied Leadership Podcast. But a lot of it had to do with embodiment and expression. And I've I've really been allowing that to like awaken my DNA over these past several months. And it really feels like I am now at like the precipice of it. Like it feels like right here, right now, I'm really allowing that to now be even more at the forefront of what I'm doing in the world. And it's actually quite interesting as well, because if you, you may or not know, depending on if you follow me on Instagram, but 10 days ago, I decided to take a two week social media break, um, for a few different reasons. One was to clear my channel. I was just feeling like I really needed to just be deeply present in my own life especially while wedding planning if you planned a wedding you know (laughs) you fucking know it's a lot and so I was like okay I just need to be super present I don't want to be distracted by anything and I uh and I also was just like really moving through some like pretty big waves of how do I want to be online how do I want to show up online like what does that new what does that new chapter look like for me And so, yeah, it's been 10 days now of not being on social media, and I feel so clear and so certain, and, like, I really have a beautiful sense of how I want to go about showing up online. And it's not like it's going to be drastically different from what I was already doing, but I'm just really being invited into like, again, that, that part around being seen in bigger ways, unapologetic expression. And I feel like I needed to take that step back to like really get centered in myself because so much of what I was seeing online leading up to taking the social media break was just a lot of like bitterness and a lot of, um, shamey energy and finger pointing and like just things from people that I like actually really quite admire but just feeling this like really icky energy from a lot of certain people that I was I was you know interacting with or following um and I was like I need to just like clear my channel because a lot of what I'm feeling in my body right now just didn't feel like it was mine and as somebody who is like a highly sensitive empathic person it's very easy for me to feel the energy of the collective and a even on an online space i can really feel the energy of people and that the spaces that i am immersed in and so i was just like i need to take a break and um and it feels i'm really fucking stoked to go back online i feel like i have so much to share and i'm really going to be moving forward from this place of deeply honoring the fact that like again not everybody will resonate and I'm not here for those people and the reality is is like I want to invite in like with the nuance of reality even more into my work because I feel like a lot of times people operate in these like binary ways of being and these like kind of black and white box boxy ways of looking at the world where it's like this is the this is the ultimate truth and anything else is bullshit or just like ways that ways of thinking about things that just don't feel right for me i think that there's so much nuance and i believe i believe that most people are inherently good i believe that most people are inherently um loving and and I think that there are going to be opinions and things that are shared that don't resonate with me or that people don't resonate with that I create and that doesn't need to mean anything about that person's integrity or who they are in the world. I think that there is so much nuance and there's such a also a big opportunity for I think a lot of people to become more willing to meet and sit within their own discomfort and to acknowledge that, you know, we're all on this journey together collectively and that there are going to be things that really call us forward to, yeah, to be with and to acknowledge and that it's not always going to feel comfortable. And that's another piece of this too for me is, like I mentioned a little bit before in this episode, so much of my journey this year has been with discomfort, um, making um befriending discomfort rather um if you've been listening to this episode for or this podcast for a while you you may know that i have been deeply invited into discomfort many times this year I had um a mushroom therapy journey which you know for those listening like I have I have a lot of experience with psychedelics um but this was uh particularly a really profound one for me where I was really doing some deep medicine work and then a week later I had <clears throat> part of me a really life-changing surgery I had a breast reduction surgery which was huge massive recovery um process there and and there's just been so many so many big things around my body that I've had to really, like, really lean into, all of which have been very discomfort – are very uncomfortable this year. And and on top of that physical discomfort, there's also been a lot of emotional and mental discomfort as I've allowed myself to take up more space and go like to play bigger, to dream bigger, to really use my voice more. And, it, and it's continually showed me – that discomfort can be one of our greatest teachers, and it's not about running away from discomfort. It's not about trying to always be comfortable. It's like how can we learn to be in relationship with discomfort and how can we allow it to be a teacher and how we how how can we let it to act as like a a contributing factor to allowing ourselves to become who we're here to be and so. All to, all to be said that I believe right here, right now, um, on a collective level, we're going through a really big, massive shift, and we have been in it for a long time now, like many, many, many years, but I, I think that right now we're, we're really um, – it's, it's a kind of amplified in a lot of ways, it feels, for me at least, and I believe that in this, so many of us are really learning to – To to really be who we're here to – who we're fucking here to be. And it's – the way I see it is that there are like – there are many paths, right? There's like all these different timelines that exist. And I think that a lot of those – a lot of us that are here to do really beautiful soul work where we're um, helping people in some capacity, whether you're a healer, a teacher, a facilitator, coach, mentor, whatever you identify with. Um, I think that there's a really big inv- invitation here right now to either – to just de- to decide, to decide who you're going to be, to decide how you're going to be oriented in the world, to decide how you're going to allow your your soul work to be expressed through you. And I think that in that, there is this like remembrance of that like life is creating through you, right? And it's like how can you open your channel to that? How can you open your heart to that? Can you, okay? Are you willing to open to these soul desires, these, this soul work, even in the midst of there potentially being uh, challenge or discomfort or people not getting it or you having to do things that feel really fucking edgy, right? Like there's, there's so much there. And I, I know that again, if you're listening to this, you've, you've probably been going through your own experience of um, transformation. And I just want you to remember that, like, the, there's this dismantling happening right here, right now, uh, around linear time. Linear time doesn't exist. There is no, like, it's not, there is no, it's not a straight line, right? It's not A to B. It's actually a spiral. And so it's like when we can start to look at our experience of of life, of healing, of transformation, evolving as a spiral versus this, like, linear line, we start to learn that we are in constant motion. We're in constant learning. We're in constant um, cycles within cycles. And in that, it's like, how can you love yourself through that? How can you feel your power in that? And, And I want you to remember too that you are the source of your power. And you are connected to God, right? So God being the divine source, right? God being all that is. Like you are a part of that energy that is all that is. And your self-sourced power is directly channeled from all that is, right? And so as you're moving forward in your journey, I want you to really feel into how can you – Become embodied in self sourced power, where you make decisions from that place of empowerment, where you, for example, like instead of investing in a coach or a program from a place of, I am not enough. How can you invest in that program or coach from the place of, I am already whole and this gets to add to my wholeness. This gets to add to the, like, I get to, I get to do this from a place of this feels so fucking exciting to have, to have, to experience versus I'm not something yet and I'm seeking something outside of me to provide that which I don't see within myself. And that goes for literally anything, right? Like, How can you allow yourself to know that you are already enough, that you are already whole, that you are already worthy, that you are already abundant, that like everything that you seek is already within you. And when you put yourself in different uh, places or you immerse yourself in different experiences or you you work with a certain person, that they are – they are mirroring back to you what you already have in you. They're not giving you a part of their power, right? They're not giving you something that you don't already have. This is this is about you remembering, right? There's a remembering happening that you are already whole, worthy, and wildly capable. And so when you can feel that in your body and you can get your subconscious mind and body on board with that deep sense of, I am the one that gets to do this, right? Then when it comes to unapologetic expression, when it comes to taking up more space, when it comes to being seen in new ways, you are allowing yourself to do those things from that place of self-sourced power, from that place of wholeness, from that place of worthiness, deeply understanding and trusting that Sometimes, your cosmic role for other people is activating something in them, even if it's like really like they just they just think that you don't understand or they maybe think that you're shitty or they don't resonate with you. like we all play a cosmic role for one another. And again, when we're when we're looping that back into the fact that separation is an illusion, that's also recognizing that we are all so deeply connected beyond what we can perceive. And it's through that remembrance that we are all connected, that we can invite in more compassion, that we can invite invite in more nuance, that we can invite in more curiosity around different opinions or different experiences or different expression, because we start to recognize that through that, that lens of we are all connected, we get to really take on that radical self-responsibility for how we are perceiving things. How are we allowing things to take up space in our lives? How are we allowing someone to maybe hijack our power away? How are we allowing things to cloud our our judgment or to, you know, um, create some kind of dissonance in our life? Like there's really this opportunity here to remember that what you, what you have to say matters. The world needs you. And in this this uh, this place of, of connecting with what your heart desire is, from this place of connecting with what your soul is here to do, what is asking to be expressed through you, where are you censoring yourself? Where are you pretending that you don't want something? Where are you allowing somebody else to take away what it is that you are here to do? Where are you allowing fear or discomfort to hold you back from doing what you want to do or being who you're here to be? And again, we're going to meet new layers of this again and again and again, because life is not linear. Life is not A to B to C. Life is a spiral. And so you're going to meet new versions of this over and over again. And it's like how you handle it now helps prepare you for what's to come. So I'm going to leave you with this invitation to really just open your heart, to open your mind, to feel what life can look like and who you would be if you were no longer... Afraid of what may happen if you get it wrong or if someone doesn't like you. Who will you be in this next chapter through the lens of fully seeing your wholeness, your worthiness, your capability, and understanding that no matter what, you know your heart, you know who you are, you know what you're here to do, because the more you allow that to be at the forefront of all that is, the more you allow that to be so deeply rooted in your body, I promise you, you'll continue to move mountains from that place. Because you're not here to be small. You're not here to shrink yourself. You're not here to be just likable and easy for every person to get along with. You are here for something big, bold, and beautiful. And it starts with you fully allowing it to be birthed through you, allowing life to create it through you to be willing to be uncomfortable, to be willing to go there again and again and again because how deep you take yourself is how deep you'll take others. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I love you. I appreciate you. And I'm just so fucking proud of whatever it is that you're doing in the world because goddamn, is the world ever better off because you're in it. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Embodied Leadership Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to rate and review. Each review helps us reach more coaches and entrepreneurs just like you. And also, don't forget to check out our blog each week, which you'll find in the show notes. I would absolutely love for you to take a screenshot and share this episode to your Instagram stories and tag me at Fisher. I can't wait to see you next week. Talk to you soon.